bringing you the stories behind the songs. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, it's just not St. Patty's Day without the most well-known Irish band in the world, the Chieftains. This six-time Grammy-winning juggernaut is as fresh and relevant as when they began 50 years ago. With worldwide acclaim, boundary-pushing music, and traditional Irish instruments, they have been embraced and loved the world over. The Chieftains make a stop at the Lead Center in Lincoln, but first, you're going to get up close and personal with the founder of the Chieftains, Patty Maloney. Patty Maloney, the one and only, the Chieftains today. Welcome to the show, Patty. <laughs> well, that's the first time for me. I never heard that before. That's, that's brilliant and so kind of you. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much. So in over 50 years, we can say we're the first. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the first time I've ever had that kind of greeting. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it's, uh, that's cheered me up. I'm looking forward now to getting back to Lincoln once more. And we have a, a super, super show for you. Now, how on earth do you ever decide what songs you're going to play on which tour? Well, you know, we have over 50 albums. And yeah. um, there's so much material. And there's always new things coming up. Like, for instance, uh, we pay tribute to the great Nelson Mandela uh, by mm. doing a tune. There was a, a documentary coming out back home shortly. I was asked to contribute some music. So his middle name was the Troublemaker. So I called it the Troublemaker's Jig. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> so we, we played that for you. And uh, he loved to dance as well. So there's a, a group that do the, the old style of house dancing, uh-huh. the half set. And we'll do that for you as well as part of the show. Okay, cool. With over 50 years of making music, you guys endure through changing tastes and sounds and everything. So what is so enduring about the Chieftain sound, do you think? Well, this is what the secret is. This is why I think we're still together and still as popular as ever. It's that peculiar sound that the Chieftains, that it took me some time even to the, in the 50s, the late 50s, <laughs> 1950s, and uh, until I struck that happy note, that happy sound that I wanted to achieve, a sound that was specifically, you know, for the great music, traditional Irish music songs uh, that described in some of the old manuscripts as one of the greatest in the world, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it has that secret, that loveliness, and uh, and we portray it in such a way we don't sort of sit down and play tune for tune like what I call Trash the Beatles. You know, we select the different things and, and make a story sort of that you can actually see into it. And so all ages come to our concerts, you know, yes. from young children up and, and they enjoy it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it took a while to find the magic sauce. That's right. A good few years, you know, that uh, until I find the right personnel, you know, individuals that are soloists in their own right. That, incidentally, we portray even to this day on stage. I give this on the last album, The Voice of Ages, there, celebrating our 50 years. There's a track called Toss the Feathers. Each member of the, of the group uh, plays a bit of a solo, you know, which is, which is all fresh and still you know, people still love to see this sort of thing happening. And you have to go back on some of the old stuff, of course. You know, when we recorded with the Rolling Stones, yes. <laughs> uh, they came on one of our albums and we did a rocky road to Dublin. Uh-huh. Uh, I usually say stone by stone. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the song we did with Sting as well, uh, McGillamar, an Irish song. It's, uh, it's quite a selection of music. And, and I've got a lot of tremendous young people helping us old guys out now. And uh, Trina Marshall on a heart 
harp. She's just magic. And uh, the voice of uh, Aylet McCormack, who mm-hmm. comes from the island of Lewis, a uh, Scots Gaelic speaking community on the west coast of Scotland. But she sings in some of our ballads as well. And mm-hmm. so it's, there's a whole lot of that and, and dancing. And we're going to ask one of your choirs to come and perform some of the music from The Long Journey Home, particularly Great. the song Shenandoah, uh-huh. which uh, uh, Van Morrison actually okay. sang. But as I usually say, he couldn't come because of the snow. And <laughs> <laughs> the founder of the Chieftains, Patty Maloney, here on the St. Patrick's Day episode of the Mulberry Lane Show. Like you said, the Rolling Stones, you've worked with Pavarotti, with Madonna, a lot of unknowns as well that you've brought into the fold. So how do you choose who will go well with you guys? How do you pick? It's usually, well, a lot of times they have come to me, like my first recording was 1972 with, uh, guess who, only Paul McCartney from the Beatles, and uh, I did uh, two tracks for him, and also in 1980, the day poor John Lennon was, was shot, I was in the studio with Paul doing B-side of Ebony and Ivory and the Stevie Wonder song, uh, so they were requests, so then I decided, well, I turned the table around, and... Um, uh, and asked them to join us and, and the long black veil you know was uh, uh, many many guests there from Van Morrison to mm-hmm. Sinead O'Connor and uh, Marianne Faithful and the Stones everybody was on that mm-hmm. and uh, I called it Chieftains and Friends you know mm-hmm. and uh, that's Some how nice that but, friends yeah well it was and even to this day like for instance the Von Trapp family the grandchildren have a group now and they're doing the rounds and they came to Ireland asked me to arrange two of their songs and play on it of course so that's just before Christmas there and and uh, so it still goes on and there's always something happening for us you know it's just the word has got out yes <laughs> so, absolutely uh, yeah and we have some of your local dancers and a pipe band as well uh, from that locality to do the music from the San Patricio yeah. album and I love how you incorporate the locals in your concert I, I, as well I think it's very essential and uh, at the end we actually get the audience to do this kind of snake dance around the hall oh. it's a, a Breton tool called Andro you know our dancers go down and weave through oh. the audience how and fun yeah and some of them come every night they come on stage too uh-huh. you know? so it's good fun you know so did you say that you were with Paul McCartney when you heard about John Lennon that's right it was the morning of I was due to leave at 7.30 in the morning to do the recording and uh, rang up and George Martin who is their producer of course said no well Paul will be here you know um, he had to he just got out of the house because it was it had happened the night before for oh, him you know like yeah. like it'd be five o'clock or midnight and, and uh, but he did come in with Linda and it was very sad but he was happy that I did you know what I mean and he respected the fact that I came to London to do it but uh, it was a shocking uh, terrible thing he was very uh, very put out I'm sure so when you have collaborated with the rock stars like Mm -hmm. Sting Rolling Stones what was it like in the studio would you say kind of a mutual admiration for what each other does oh yes indeed and and a lot of that is, you know, the, even the last album. Now, I came forward a generation. I didn't go back to the old guys. <laughs> I came up with uh, Bonnie Vare and uh, yes. the Decemberists and quite a few, all the younger uh-huh. people. And that, that was, look, Adele was trying to do it, but she had her um, voice uh, was gone at the right. time. Oh, yeah. And T-Bone Burnett did a couple of tracks for me as uh-huh. well, you know. Yes. The great producer. So we have that sort of great respect amongst all musicians that they respect the fact that we're you know 53 years now on the go 
and the music is it's, it's the roots music and this is where it all started from right, you know yeah. who would ever believe for instance that Roger Daltrey from The Who would be, <laughs> would be doing a, a couple of tracks and a few concerts with us you know yeah. and, and singing Irish ballads and he said this is great because now I can use my voice the way I want to you uh-huh. know and he hadn't <laughs> got to belt it out you know <laughs> yeah. now throughout the years have you ever gotten to a place where you've thought, well, there's nowhere else to go, or were ideas always coming to you? Ideas are always popping, you know, and like the last album was that, uh, the new generation kind of thing right. uh, for us. And, uh, you know, the record company, I'm knocking on the door, like there's two projects that they're after, and there's one I've been thinking about for a long time. And it might take me all over the world because the world has become a small place now. Yes. You, you know, you can reach out and go there and play. And like going to Mexico, for instance, to do the San Patricio album. I just went down to record the pipe band. There's an actual pipe band down there of Mexicans, and they're called the San Patricio uh-huh. in honour of the Irish battalion who fought with the Mexicans in 1847. Okay. So I gave them a new tune and that. But then I was introduced to other musicians, so I had enough material for four CDs when I came back after two weeks, you know. It wow. was, it's just terrific that I don't go with my manuscripts and music in my hand or anything yeah. like that. I bring a tin whistle with me uh-huh. and I join in with them and play and it sort of relaxes everybody and they all want to get in on the act then, you know, and it's, uh-huh. it's a terrific, yeah. you know. It's uh, one of the great calling cards. I tin think you're the magic sauce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, it's working, you know. And, yeah. You know, and... Um, we do symphony concerts as well. We've done Atlanta now two weeks ago, uh, three nights with them, and we finished with the Coast of Mesa Symphony Orchestra at the end of the tour for three nights as well. And uh, Roy Cooter is going to come as a special yeah. guest as well. So every now and again, we have a special guest popping up here and there, you know. Now, what do you feel is, has been the strangest collaboration you've ever done? Well, God, it's been funny ones, all right. I mean, playing with the Chinese... In 1983, we were the first band to play in the Great Wall of China. Wow. So oh, wow. um, there was a, a huge orchestra. Um, I mean, there's millions of them <laughs> there. And so there was an absolutely huge orchestra of their traditional instruments. And they played some of our music, and we played Chinese music. And, and uh, playing on the Great Wall, as I say, we were the first band from the West ever to, to, to do that, you know, and, you know, this tour, I hope it'll happen, you know, uh, I never know to the night, you know, when I'm going to play and plan, uh-huh. plan my programs, but we have been playing a little tune, Chinese tune called Full of Joy, which uh, we recorded with them, you know, uh, there, and it's, it's great fun, people love it, you know, we have the begong and everything, you know? wow. and uh, so we give you samples of all that kind of stuff when we oh see you. You're in for a one-of-a-kind night when you catch the Chieftains in concert. We'll be right back with more from Patty Maloney from the Chieftains right after this. You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show. Off to the car and leave for right with more. I got a step back car. 